0: Did you know there are now 105 genders in our world? 105 genders. I was born in 1983, and from 1983 up until recently, there were only two. Why are there now 105? We're going to talk about gender and sexuality and the craziness in our world today surrounding these topics. Stay tuned. The Dr. Matters podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Ferry Deo Gloria Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for tuning in to the Dr. Matters podcast. And I just have been thinking through gender lately and seeing a lot of things on YouTube videos, a lot of information regarding gender and sexuality and things like that. I've been watching uh, some of the Matt Walsh stuff. You've seen What is a Woman? I've seen some Dr. Phil episodes of people That are concerned about gender and sexuality. And it started, I've I've talked about this before briefly on the podcast, but I really wanted to start thinking more about gender and where we are in our society and as a culture and how we've gotten so far. And I think some of you that are regular watchers or listeners will know how we've gotten this far in our culture today, where we now have 105 genders as opposed to two that most people watching or listening will remember that there have only been two forever. And let me just say this, there are still only two genders. And let me go ahead and get this out of the way as well, that in rare cases that someone is born with both parts, rare cases, it does happen, I'm aware of that, then from a Christian worldview, then those parents should be sat down with Loved on, have conversations through the scriptures, and talk with gently, with respect, of how to move forward with this issue that they will have to deal with. So, in rare cases, does that happen, but from a Christian worldview, there has to be some biblical conversation, some prayer, some things of that nature that should take place as a family moves forward with what to do and how to respond and react to that certain circumstance. But uh, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about 105 genders as opposed to two, how we've gotten here and what it's gonna take to change the trajectory of our culture. Because if you're like me, you'll really understand and think that we have gotten out of hand with this. As a matter of fact, right before I started this video, I, I printed out a list of 105 genders from a website called sexualdiversity.org. Now you can go there and confirm these things. Here they are in this list, but I just want to read to you some of the things that are on here at, that classifies as gender. Now, uh, if you're like me, when I was born there was a male and female thing for the birth certificate to be checked. Is this kid a male or a female? Now, Today, there's, I haven't seen one, but there's likely male, female, other, uh, and then you can fill in the blank of whatever that is. And sadly, we have parents choosing the gender of their newborn children, regardless of if they have male parts or female parts. That should be outlawed, and I'm gonna take it a step further here. I think it should be criminalized because what happens is if you have a female born female but the parent says "Oh, she's a male this is a male then there is going to be a lifetime of hurt for that child there is likely going to be uh, some sort of hormones given there may be surgeries that are given and if you think i'm just kind of out there on a limb right now and you may think i may be wearing a tinfoil hat instead of a a backwards cap then you're mistaken. You're living under a rock. There are many children who are being scarred as a result of their parents thinking and affirming something that they want their children to be or, on the other hand, what their children think they are. So, for instance, uh, a kid could come to their parent and say, I wish I was a boy. Well, when I was a kid, I wished I was a lot of things. Or a parent may see a young male child playing with Barbie dolls and think, well, that's his gender. He's a female trapped inside of a male's body. And then that parent is going to start puberty blocking hormones, start doing some sort of surgeries and things to transition that little boy into a girl and and, and vice versa. And you may say that doesn't happen. It happens. Not with every family, not with every child like this, but it happens. And it happens a lot. In our culture, because we have allowed it to happen. So, um, not only do we have craziness from parents, we have craziness from the government allowing these things to happen. Uh, I believe it was Washington that passed a law that if you don't allow your child the transitioning things that they want and request, then you could be separated from your child. I didn't research that law well, I didn't look into that very well, but Uh, I believe it's true, so we can look it up together when this video is over, or you can hit pause and look it up yourself. And if I'm wrong, leave me a comment there below. If I'm right, affirm it by leaving a comment there below. Uh, But either way, uh, this is, again, like I mentioned, from sexualdiversity.org, this website that tells us that there are 105 genders now. And I say that laughing because it's silly. It's silly. Let me just read you some of these. I'm not going to read all 105 to you, but I want you to see how ridiculous this is, okay? And many of you may already know how ridiculous this is. So let me get a sip of coffee before I start. How do you take your coffee? If it's not black, it's not coffee. Just kidding. Uh, Let's see. A binary. We're just going to start at A. I'm going to pick a few down through here agender, um, BAKLA, B-A-K-L-A, apparently that's a gender, bigender, binary, we've heard that one, butch is now a gender, apparently, within the LGBTQ community, uh, cis, cisgender, cis female, cis male, cis man, cis woman, demiboy. Uh, demi flux, demigender, demigirl, demiguy, demi man, dual gender, demi woman. Let's just flip the page, see what we have here. Endosex, eunuch, female, female to male, femme, FTM, gender bender, whatever that is. Um, gender diverse, gender gifted, gender fluid, we've heard that one recently. And I'm not going to say that one because it has a bad word in it. Um, gender less. Um, let's see, gender non-conforming, gender queer, gender questioning, gender variant, gray gender, I told you I wasn't going to read all these, but it seems like I'm reading a lot of them, uh, intergender, inter, intersex, male to female, man, man of trans experience is now a gender, apparently, in the LGBTQ community, um, Maverick, uh, it's not spelled Maverick, if you're wondering, M-A-V-E-R-I-Q-U-E, uh, multi-gender, hmm, Mux, M-U-X-E. Neither, neither is now gender. So if you need to mark that on your uh, next job interview when they ask you if you're a male or female, just put neither. Uh, non-binary, we've heard this. Non-binary transgender, Omnigender. Other, seems like we could do male, female, other and call it good. Uh, pan-gender, poly person of transgendered experience. Queer Uh, Third gender, trans female, trans male, trans man, trans person, transgender, trans masculine, transsexual female, trigender, listen to this one y'all, tum tum, I would like to know what a tum tum is, Uh, the tum tum when I was a kid was always what would hurt me, I needed some Pepto-Bismol, but apparently now tum tum is a gender, two spirit. Oof. I'm gonna try my best at this one. At this point it's just entertainment, right? Vacasalawela Winked woman, woman of trans experience. There we go. Don't leave the women out. X gender and XNO gender. Again, 105, I didn't read all of them, but there they are. 105 genders that are being used in our culture today let me just tell you this i'm gonna pull a nancy pelosi here if you remember what nancy pelosi did uh right behind donald trump one time i'm gonna take these genders and just rip them apart because not to be rude or crass or just crazy or or tinfoil hat but that's what i think about 105 genders we should rip these up throw them in the garbage because it is from a worldview that is not consistent with the scriptures and what the problem is and here's where I see a huge problem is many churches in our culture are taking on this 105 genders and affirming this in their churches what is wrong what in the words of R.C. Sproul what's wrong with you people That's the question. What's wrong with you churches that affirm this nonsense when the Bible clearly teaches us something completely different right here in the first book of the Bible, in the first chapter of the first book of the Bible? Let me just read it to you so you know that I'm not completely crazy. The Bible says, and I quote Genesis chapter 1, starting in verse 26, Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man, verse 27, in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. And here is the Christian worldview. And not only the Christian worldview, I think for years science would have affirmed this up until recent years, male and female, he created them. So we see in the scriptures that God created the animals, the birds of the air, the, the things that creep and crawl on the earth. We see that he created the cattle, all of these things. He created all the animals. He created plants and trees and shrubs and bushes and all of these things. And then he created male and female. That is man and woman. If you have little ears listening or little ears watching, just know that I'm about to say some scientific words here that are also in line with Scripture. And if you've ever seen the movie Kindergarten Cop, I'm just going to quote the little child there in kindergarten. So for all of us, so we're clear, from a scientific-backed argument and reasoning, that coincides with scripture. And I quote the little kid from Kindergarten Cop. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. It is not that hard from there. It is easy to look at a little boy when he's born and see that he has a God-given penis. That child is a male it is easy to look at a little girl and see that she has a vagina she is a female she is not a they them a fur baby or any other thing and and, and the little boy is not some transgendered some um warrior apparently that's one i just wanted to look down a warrior Uh, Maybe he's going to grow up and be a little warrior, but not a warrior as it's relating to gender these days. He is a male. She is a female. That's it. End of story. Point blank. Over with. God ordained, God given, scientifically proven up until recent years when our culture has gone crazy. Our culture has gone crazy, allowing this to happen. Christians have allowed this to happen because we've sat back and we've done nothing. What have we done to stop the madness? What is this going to do? This isn't going to do much, but we, what we can do as pastors, and I am a pastor, but it starts with pastors, men who are called to stand in pulpits to preach the whole counsel of God. And by preaching the whole counsel of God, you will preach Genesis chapter one, verses 26 and 27, male and female, he created them. And then you're gonna go on to preach things like homosexuality is a sin. And then you're gonna hear people say, well, homosexuality wasn't in the Bible until later. And then somebody just decided to put that in there. False, if you were to go back and read the Greek, Sodomites, those who engage in sodomy, that is a homosexual relationship. And then there's other things that we can talk about, but I'm not talking about homosexuality here. But that's what our culture does. It's going to try try to twist the scripture and make Christians believe that we believe something that's not true. And that is simply not the case. It takes pastors preaching the truth. And it takes people coming into these churches listening to the preached Word of God and understanding the Word of God, learning the Word of God on their own, not listening to TikTok theology. TikTok theology will get you in a bad place with God because TikTok theology, most of the time, is going to lead you down a road that is unbiblical and it's going to leave you with a worldview from the culture, a worldview which God has... Um, told us that there will be judgment upon. It's coming from a culture that suppresses the truth that there even is a God. So why do we want to get our theology from TikTok or from Facebook or anything like that? Or I don't even want you to get your theology from the Doctrine Matters podcast. I want you to get your theology from the Word of God. And I want you to listen to your pastors, even listen to me, but then go to Genesis chapter one and line what I'm saying up with the scriptures, male and female. It doesn't say that God created them male and female, bakla, bi-gender, binary, bisu, butch, and uh, uh, neither, neurogender, neutro. You get the idea. The Bible is clear that male and female. So we have allowed the insanity to continue in our culture because we have weak men in pulpits that are not willing to teach the true and whole counsel of God regardless of how many feathers it ruffles. The truth is, Many pastors are trying to fill the seats. And by filling seats, you can become inclusive, you can bow the knee to the culture, you can do all sorts of things that go around what the Bible teaches, you can stop teaching the true gospel, and you can allow yourself to fill the seats in a sanctuary or an auditorium, but that doesn't mean you're being biblical. Our churches have tried so long to be relevant that we've stopped being biblical. And by doing this, by being relevant, We've let this gender dysphoria creep in, not only into our culture, but into our churches. So you people, those of you that aren't pastors, what is your role in this? Your role is to learn biblical doctrine, male and female, not 105 genders, but two. And then you are to teach that and toe the line with scripture. You're to uh, be on the front lines out in your workplaces, in your schools, and, and never back down from the truth of scripture because it matters you push back whether they hate you or not the Bible says the world's gonna hate you because it hated Jesus Christ first so if the world hates you guess what you're in good company but you need to be faithful to the text that God has given us this is thus saith the Lord not thus saith Stephen or if it's you not thus say so-and-so this is what God says that these 105 genders are false, there's only two, and we need to stop this madness. We need to stop allowing parents to control their kids in the form of changing their sexuality, their identity, their gender, because here's the problem. With this new society that we live in, the gender ignorance doesn't come from what's between the legs. And this is from their very own. This is from a man that is dressed like a woman, has boobs, has a beard. I don't know what else, but it's crazy. He said, see how crazy this is? It's so confusing. He said that gender is between the ears where sex is between the legs. Do you see how crazy this is that Now they're saying, you can be whatever you want to be. And what does that sound like? As we've spent years and years and years and years telling our kids, you can do and be whatever you want to be. So now, some kid that heard that his whole life or her whole life has grown up and said, well, I think I want to be the opposite sex. My parents told me I could be whatever I wanted to be, and that's what I'm going to be. And here we are today. I think uh, this is a different video, but telling your kids they can do and be anything they wanna be, they just have to put their mind to it. I wanted to be a major league baseball player, but guess what? I blew my arm out in high school. I ain't a major league baseball player. And quite frankly, had I not blown my arm out, still wouldn't have been a major league baseball player. I mean, just gotta be honest with ourselves, right? We just can't do anything that we set our minds to and wanna do. Now, can we strive for those things? Absolutely. But if you want to be anything you want to be, we've given our kids free reign. Now we are paying the price and our culture is falling as a result. But make no mistake, this culture, this world will be judged by God in the end. It may come in little forms of judgment until Christ returns, but one day... This will all be made new. All of this sinfulness will be gone. They, those sinners will be judged, and they will be wishing. They would have never thought of they, them, he, she, her, him, fur baby, and all of these other genders and things that they've come up with because this is a, a thought process that makes people think that they can do and say whatever they want to, and that's simply not the case. If we were to take the, the LGBTQ logic and apply it to our everyday lives, we could walk up to a cop and punch him in the face and say, well, I just felt like it. I can do anything I want to do and be anything I want to be. So I want to be a person that assaults cops today. You're going to be in handcuffs. You're going to be thrown in jail before you know it. You see, our thoughts just don't make things true. We can think things all day long, but that doesn't mean it's going to come true or should be true. This is an issue that happens between the ears in the mind, which leads me to believe, now be careful here, be careful, I know I'm fixing to tread on really, uh, really shaky ground when I say this, but I am convinced the more that I look at, listen to, watch, and study the gender dysphoria and all of these things that are happening in our world is a result of mental illness. Now I know that you may think that I'm crazy for saying that, for even trying to bring up mental illness as it relates to the gender thing in our world. And, um, but I just wanna, wanna, let me read this to you. I just did a quick Google search of what mental illness is, and this is what came back. Mental illness, or mental illnesses, are health conditions involving changes in emotion, thinking, or behavior, or a combination of these. Mental illnesses can be associated with distress and or problems functioning in social, work, or family activities. So, gender is a social thing. Again, remember, I told you that I read, and well, I actually heard, that gender happens between the ears where sex happens between the legs. So, gender is is a social issue. So when we think about the things that are happening, maybe someone has some emotional trauma. Maybe has somebody has some social trauma and it causes their thinking to be distorted, shifts their thinking. Maybe it's someone that just wants to fit in and it's finding their place with the LGBTQ community where they fit in and, and just feel right at home with those. So they kind of adapt their thinking to go along with their newfound group and the people that have accepted them. But I want to uh, just say that I believe that a lot of this crazy thinking and this ideology, when it comes to gender, is a, a result of some mental capacity that is overrun with crazy thinking, which could ultimately be a mental illness. Now, this is no uh, this is no new topic as it relates to the LGBTQ, transgender, and all those things that many people are calling this a mental illness. And I don't want to call it a mental illness to be rude or to be uh, some sort of uh, bigot, if you will. But I I do think that we need to just look at the thinking and how ridiculous it it is in relation to the scriptures. And I think we need to call it what it is. It's unbiblical. I believe there is a mental issue involved with it. And I believe that we as Christians need to do what we can to change the thinking of people that are caught up into this. So what can we do? What can we do as believers to kind of shift the narrative or to turn the ship or to change the thinking, so to speak? One of the things is that if you are a believer, that you need to be on the front lines of this issue. And every other issue when it comes to Christianity, you need to be faithful where you have been called, whether that be at work, at school, or around people who, uh, who you've been around for, for quite some time. Maybe you're around them new. Uh, maybe they're new people you're around. One of the big things you can do is when somebody that you clearly know is either a male or female says that they are now the opposite sex, don't give in and call them what they want to be called. If they're a biological male, refer to them as a male. Call him he. If she is a biological female and you know this, call her she. Call her her. Uh, don't give in to the pressure of society and our culture based off somebody's feelings. That's the problem that we have is we value people's feelings over the facts. And the facts are there's two genders, not 105. So whatever somebody wants to be called, that is a mental thing. That is a thought process of their own that we shouldn't give in to as Christians. And we need to... Call them what they are. Beyond that, as Christians, we need to be on the front lines in promoting truth. We need to tell people the truth of the scriptures when we get a chance to. I'm not looking to go out and, and have you start fights and arguments and debates over this thing. But when you have opportunities to be truthful about this issue, then be truthful about it. But the, the fact is, those that are caught up in this, this way of thinking they have already suppressed the truth like more than likely that there is even a God. So uh, attacking that issue directly is nine times out of ten, not really going to get you anywhere, even from a biblical perspective. So what I recommend is if you know someone like this, they need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Until God saves them, until they repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, they're going to continue in that way of thinking. But when they Understand their need for a savior understand their sinfulness in light of God's holiness, and they're broken by that and God saves them Then they can start to see all of these other things and start to change because it's the gospel That's going to change and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord So I would encourage you to preach the gospel preach Christ and Christ crucified and don't give in don't give an inch Uh, don't give in to the culture and the pressures of society. And if you're a pastor and if you're listening, and if you have given in already to this way of thinking and this ideology, I would ask you to repent of that and neglect this way of thinking because this is something that we don't need to be doing as pastors is allowing this way of thinking into our churches because it flies in the face of what the Bible truly says. So if you're a pastor that has given in to these Ways of thinking, then I encourage you to repent. But if you are a pastor or a church leader or a Sunday school teacher or a Bible study teacher or leader, then I would encourage you to preach the whole counsel of God. Don't shrink back from the tough passages in Scripture. If you read from Genesis to Revelation, you're going to find he's and she's all through it. So don't shrink back from that. When you get to God creating male and female, it is male and female, and you see that, that thread run through the entirety of Scripture. Don't back down from it. Don't back down from things in Scripture that are hard simply to fill the pews or the seats in your congregation or in your church. If half of your congregation leaves, again, that is fine. Let that happen. Uh, God prunes, God rebuilds. God prunes, God rebuilds. We're seeing that in our own church. We just came out of a season of pruning and now we're already seeing God rebuild what he has pruned. So uh, let it's Christ's church, not yours. So be biblical, be bold, be faithful to the text and preach Christ and Christ crucified from the whole counsel of God, not wavering, not backing down and not giving in to the pressures of society. So I would encourage us all to not just listen to this podcast, or not just listen to our pastors, but get in the Word ourselves and get out there and teach and promote the truth that comes from the Scriptures alone. Because the only way that we are going to combat 105 genders is with the truth of God's Word. This ultimately dissects this to where I don't even have to rip it up. So, I'm not even going to have to rip those up. The Word of God does that itself. So we just need to get in the Word of God, be faithful to the Word of God, and be loving, respectful, but also be bold in our proclamation of the Word of God and pray that we see these caught up in this movement, this LGBTQ, this, the, even the ideology of it. Whether they, whether they are someone that uh, confesses to be a, a, a transgender or whatever, maybe they just are, are, are inclusive of that. Maybe we we just see them repent and pray for their repentance and pray that people come to know the true God of the Bible through the true Christ of the Bible, the Son of God who came to this earth, died the death that we deserve, was buried, third day rose again. He ascended and is now seated at the right hand of God. And one day he's coming back and he's coming back to judge the living and the dead. And I pray that many who are caught up in this way of thinking would repent repent and come to a biblical foundation and know the living Christ before that happens. So we have a part to play in that. We are the vehicle used for God to save people. We carry the gospel proclamation there to to the communities, to the surrounding areas that we find ourselves in. So preach the text, believe the text, teach the text, teach the truth, proclaim Christ and Christ crucified, and let's shift from this cultural... Um, cultural chaos into a more biblical worldview and hope to see people saved by grace through faith. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Dr. Matters podcast. If you have, leave a like, maybe even a comment. And uh, if you don't care, if you haven't already, maybe hit subscribe. That would be awesome. But until then, have a great week, great rest of your day, and God bless.